2: We're not creative enough, we're not positive it's
1: enough. It's coming home,
2: it's coming home,
1: it's coming, football's coming home. We'll go on getting mad, it's
0: all getting mad, it's all getting mad.
2: there's every chance of that Wayne Rooney could go back to the Man United training ground and stick one on
1: Ronaldo. Beckham could raise the roof here with a goal. I don't believe it. David Beckham scores the goal to take England all the way. Welcome back to Dream of Our Lives, a new 2022 World Cup miniseries taking a sideways and not very analytical look at all the games, most arguably the most controversial World Cup yet. We are knee deep into this World Cup and after the second round of group games, we are beginning to see those likely to progress to the knockout stages. This week we saw a fair amount of giant killings, um, but once again, not about the Qatari Capital Punishment Centre. Um, (laughs) there was an Arab spring in Morocco's step as they uh, beat Belgium. Then Costa Rica improved their goal difference to minus six with a plucky victory over Japan. In other news, hosts Qatar became the first team eliminated from the competition. So that was uh, $220 billion well spent. A bigger waste of money than the track and trace app, Nicolas Pepe going to Arsenal and Katie Price being given the entire works of Shakespeare. We also saw the USA win 0-0, Germany win 1-1 with Spain and Croatia, a Croatia side for the combined age of 2 million, absolutely club Canada out of the World Cup. It's been an interesting week and we're here to analyse all the games. Joining me as ever is documentary filmmaker and Portsmouth fan, Harry Hansford. How are we?
2: I'm very good. How are you?
1: We'll get on to it, but yeah, not too bad. And Pod's favorites, he has more knowledge then Stephen Fry in a library. He has interviewed many an international footballer from the For Love it Lists podcast. Mr Jack Hansford, how are you?
0: Yeah, good. I, I don't know about the knowledge part,
1: but yeah. I think so. You do pretty I'm, well. well. We, we... I'm doing well. Good stuff. You have got a quiz coming up. But um, first of all, how are you enjoying this World Cup? You said you've just moved house. But uh, the games you've managed to watch...
0: Yeah, the, I mean, the games it? I've managed to watch, I've I've actually managed to watch a lot of the better ones, I suppose. Like I don't think I've watched any of those kind of drab one-nil or nil-nil ones. So I've I've picked some more right ones, but yeah, it's it's been difficult. It doesn't feel as much of a World Cup as as some of the others for quite a few reasons, I suppose.
1: Yeah, exactly. We've touched on the controversy so so much over the last couple of episodes, but one thing that did catch my eye this week was a, uh, a famous TikToker was going around pretending pretended he worked for some news agency. He was basically interviewing fans, and he interviewed two Brazilian fans, who were obviously paid fans. And they yeah, just... Kept, yeah. and um, He said to them, oh, who's your favourite player? And they'd like Brazil shirts on. And like, oh, they both said Neymar. They go, like, Neymar, Neymar. And uh, okay, so, uh, who's your second favorite player? And they both kind of looked at each other like, uh. and then one of the guys said, "I actually prefer cricket." <laughs> so yeah. that, tells, that, that tells you uh, that tells you everything you need to know um, about most of the fans in Qatar. Because yeah, a lot of the nations representing in this World Cup are quite you know relatively poor nations. I can't afford to go, so you know I don't know what the average wage is in Senegal, but I imagine it's not as much as it is in England. So I don't know. A tricky one. Um, but before we go on to this World Cup, uh, Jack, you always asked our guest a few questions. Who is your favourite England player of all time?
0: I think it's going to be, well, I know this has been quite a popular one David Beckham.
1: Okay, yeah, we had it last week, but uh, why David Beckham for you?
0: Just, he seems to be one of the few from that golden generation that did do quite well in the England shirt and he's had some of the biggest moments that I've seen, like the free kick against Greece, the penalty against Argentina, even I think he got a free kick in the other World Cup as well. Like, And he is the main captain um, for, for me growing up for England. So, yeah, it's got to be him.
1: Yeah, good answer. Good answer, yeah. It's, it's hard to look past. I suppose we're all quite a similar age for us growing up. For redemption of Beckham he was always he was the number one star was playing for Real Madrid at the time in the noughties uh, which is very much our remit Harry was it the same for you do you think Beckham's probably your England player of all time he's certainly up there it's hard to look past yeah, him yeah. isn't it yes yeah,
2: it's, it's, def- it's hard to yes it's so hard to look past him um, as you're saying it's just it's just just an icon really isn't it for us at like, our age like growing up he was his face was everywhere he represented the team we could say he had all the big moments um, it was yeah. It was just hard to get past Beckham uh, I mean I could probably sit here and name every Pommie player who's ever had an English album <laughs> yeah thing.
0: I thought you might have said that Glenn Johnson or something yeah, yeah Crouch but,
2: but, uh, uh, if I really had to pick it, yeah it'd be Beckham for sure.
1: yeah fair enough uh, Jack what's your favourite World Cup moment not necessarily with England but of, uh, of all time you might not oh, have even being is... alive
0: yeah I mean, this is really tough. I, I think I'm going to go for when I was alive. And it's... So in the 2006 World Cup, basically Italy-Germany game. So the, the second goal, Del Piero, just um. the passion after that goal. And it was, it was a good goal as well. And it was like, in, I suppose in my lifetime, Italy were always a really big team. But when I mean, it's the first time I remember them doing well at a World Cup because I, I didn't really remember '94, so that that was a big moment and yeah, the, the clinching goal, just the celebration, just seeing the Italians go mad. Yeah, that I think that that moment for me.
1: Yeah, it was a great finish as well because a lot of people would thought Del Piero was a bit past it because he'd been in the, in the team for ten years uh, by that mm-hmm. point. Made his debut in '96, I believe. So. Um... Yeah, great answer. Del Piero, one of my favourite players of all time. Cool as fuck as well. Great name. And uh, other than England, Jack, is there another team you look out for?
0: Yeah, I mean, Ireland's probably my main team, so I'd say them. But in terms of World Cup, actual teams that do qualify a lot, it's got to be the the national team of the show you got in the background there, Brazil.
1: Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. How do you think they're doing so far in this tournament i mean
0: they've not they've not been the most impressive team but they are they are playing like champions I think they're just <laughs> they just kind of look really solid they're not they're not doing anything spectacular yet but I think you know i I wouldn't change my prediction yet Brazil winning now I don't think
1: yeah, fair enough. It's the same when Spain won it; they were winning every game, one 0 weren't they? I think they even yeah, lost the first yeah. game of that tournament. I can't remember. Um, but yeah, you're quite right. Patience, patience is a virtue. Steps
2: past Ture, but not past Given straight to Paul's goals. What about that? What's about that?
1: Uh, let's move on to the games this week, then, as we're covering the second round of group game fixtures. Um, but we're going to start with Group B, as uh, technically. That was the uh, first game to kick off. Um, we're going to go with Wales, Iran first. Iran won 2 0 uh, in the second half. Are you guys as disappointed in Wales as I am?
2: <laughs> um, I don't know. I sort of, yeah, I suppose. There's always part of me that's like maybe, you know, it's, it's come a little bit too late for Wales, really, for a World Cup appearance. Um, But yeah, I, I was not expecting this. And Obviously, you, you know, some of that is down to the fact that the keeper made him just challenging himself, sent off. Uh, and also, you know, these long extra times and two late goals that don't help either, right? But uh, it is sad to see them going and it makes them very dangerous for us as well. I think I'm a bit more worried about that game now.
1: Mm. Yeah, I think they need to win 4 0 for England not to qualify. But equally, I could see that happening. <laughs> I know it's not very hopeful, but. um. Yeah, but a fair play to Iran as well. I mean, the country's going through a lot of shit at the moment. But it is it is annoying, because I expected Wales to do really well. I was expecting them to qualify from the group, no no issues. But they've just not looked anywhere near as good as they were uh, the last couple of tournaments. Uh, Jack, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I, I actually
0: had a bet on Wales to beat USA. As, as part of an accumulation, that didn't come in. And, yeah, I, w- I would have thought they would have got something from Iran, uh, at least a point. So, yeah, it, I didn't think it was the strongest group and, and things like that. But, yeah, I, I thought they would have done a lot better. It's, yeah, as Harry said, though, they probably have come a bit too late to the World Cup live. If they had been at 2018, yeah. then that... Probably most of their stars would have been in their peak a little bit more then.
1: Yeah, what did you make of uh, Keith Moore saying that he'd loved nothing more than to knock out England despite him being born in Torquay?
0: <laughs>
1: that really pissed me off. That I was like, oh, I quite liked him because he's a big, you know, target man up top. He's from my neck of the woods. I was like, you can't be saying yeah, that. Yeah, I was
0: thinking that when I saw he was from Torquay. I thought, oh, yeah, he's from where you're from so yeah but I mean yeah he's just he's got to say that sort of stuff I think if you've got that stigma of not being born in the country anyway you've probably got to go over the top to kind of get the fans on side so yeah whatever he means it I don't know but it's not it's not going to happen now is it really mm-hmm. yep, well also
2: the only motivation they can have isn't it is uh, you know yeah. they're not going for it. The only motivation they can have is to stick it to the English, and um, and as much as I don't see it happening, and I, I don't, I still see them giving us such a uh, such a fight that uh, we might see a couple of England mistakes here and there. I'm, I, I think it's going to come down to taking control early, isn't it? And uh, finishing. Yeah, the
1: I think I think it's going to be nil nil again.
2: That'll be that'll be so. I mean, at least once it gets to, like... Well, no, maybe not because of the extra time we have these days. I was going to say, at least it gets to, like, the last sort of 20 minutes, 30 minutes. You might be like, all right, it's probably not going to be a 4-0, so we're mm. safe. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. We might get another 25-minute extra time that we did in the first game. So.
1: Well, I, I I don't know if you guys have noticed, but, again, you know, in the similar way that the Qatari government was criticised for fake fans, and then suddenly... We didn't see as many of them as soon as they're criticized. And then they get criticized for extra time. Well, in the last few matches, there hasn't been as much extra time. As soon as they criticize, they just do yeah, a complete U turn. One,
0: one of them, I think.
1: Yeah, today. Um, was it a Germany game? Um, yeah, I just seem as soon as they get criticized, they just like, there's a U turn. I mentioned the betting companies last week. Suddenly that advertising's gone. I don't know if they're listening to the podcast, mm-hmm. but they've obviously got um, <laughs> a lot of spies well. Um Maybe we should mention something else and uh, ban red cars. Ban red cars and then next week it's going to be just all blue cars. But it, it, yeah, it's, uh, there's some, some weird stuff going on. Um, and who do you think is going to qualify out of that group? Just let's say England are going to qualify. Touch wood. Who's the more likely to go, go out there with us? Iran or USA? Oof. That is tough because... Such, I'm looking forward that to that is- game so much.
0: Yeah, I, I think, it, I mean, the way sort of Carlos Krios can set sides up, he's quite defensive. That's why that 6-2 was a bit of a, I mean, I, I did think Harry came with bag a few in that game, so I can't say it was a massive shot, mm-hmm. but like, I think he he does know how to set up a defensive team. They'll be playing for the 0-0. I think they're probably slight favourites to go through, just because they don't have to win the game, whereas the US have to. So I think I think they
1: might do it. I think they might draw. That'll be a good result for us as well. Then we'll go through on goal difference. Um, yeah, fair enough. Well, let's get on to the uh, all-important nil-nil win for USA.
0: <laughs>
1: um, I don't know if you get the reference, but it was a reference to the 2010 World Cup when the uh, American yeah. newspaper, I think it was the... New York post or something said America wins one, all. Um, no one got that on Twitter. No, no, no one picked it up, uh, but there we go. Um, Harry, we'll start with you. I, As I said, before we start recording, I had to watch it through my fingers and I can no longer go to the pub. I can't go out with friends anymore to watch an England game. It means more to me. I don't have kids, but I imagine if I did, <laughs> I'd be pushing them downstairs the to get in front of the TV. Um, I don't know why. I really don't know why. I think it's because I'm a history connoisseur, I'm a World Cup lover, I'm a stats lover, and this does feel like the best group of players we've had. Um, I find it really difficult to watch. How about you guys?
2: Yeah, uh, so I I did go to the pub to watch it. Um, And uh, I have to say, it is... I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the, the, the ridiculous chance and, and things like that. But you are stuck between people who obviously have never watched football before and like, how are we not beating USA 4-0? And you're like, they're not as bad as you think they are. They're, they're, they're a decent team. Um, and then you have the people who think they know everything and questioning why Foden wasn't brought, brought on within 10 minutes into the game and, you know, things like this. So it can be frustrating watching it in that situation. Um I enjoyed the game, even though it was nil-nil. There's a lot
1: of
2: things to enjoy. But I said said going in that USA were going to be a hard team. I said that they're going to, similar to Wales, they're going to see it as like, if they can beat us, it's the biggest achievement they can sort of get themselves in in this cup. And uh, I wasn't surprised that they were set up so strongly. I wasn't surprised that uh, they had a few chances either. Um, I mean we still should have won it. We still should have been beaten in one two nil. I wasn't really expecting a draw. So that in itself was disappointing. But uh look, we're in a good position still and uh not every teams that win the World Cup don't always win all their games.
1: very rarely, very rarely, in fact. Yeah, I think Brazil were like the only team to have done it uh 2002 Um Jack, was it as painful for you as it was for me?
0: Probably not, to be, <laughs> to be fair. I mean, I don't know, like, what Harry's just said there about going to the pub and people that don't watch foot. Like, this is going to probably send me down a rabbit hole, but, yeah, this is the thing about international football. You do you get a lot of people that only watch England and they don't watch club football. And that actually really pisses me off, because <laughs> oh, some, of some of the things they say, it's like... I don't know, do you even know the offside or all the things like that? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know, they are just, they don't really have a clue. But, uh, it, yeah, when when Pulisic was in the box, I thought, oh, he's going to score it, and then he, he hit the bar. But, I mean, even if we had lost that, it would have still been in our hands to go through. But yeah. I'd, I'm not sure. I, I haven't even. I haven't really done the wall chart to see what you know. If it's actually better to finish first or second, because I know that at 2018 everyone was sort of wanting us to lose to Belgium because it was it was the easier route. So I'd, mm. I don't know if you guys have had a look at that, but are yeah, better the off draws, finishing top. Okay. okay, yeah. So I mean, the draw is definitely still in England's hand to win the group, but yeah, the the performance. Yeah, it wasn't great, but I, th- I think we're going to see, we're probably going to see Phil Foden next game. Like so many people are calling for him now. It's a bit like Grealish at the Euro.
1: Yeah, I didn't like that at all, that, though. Um, yeah. It? So it just leaves because then you put yourself, like, when do you, do you buckle to the pressure? Let's say we get to the quarters against France, for example, and we're 1 0 down. Do we buckle? We buckle then and put Grealish on? Or maybe. Against Mbappe counter attack, he's not the best person to have on the pitch.
0: No, but I think if he's going to do it in a little bit, then this is probably a free hit of the game. Yeah, fair point. But, yeah. and it, and maybe just to rest, to rest people. But no, I, I think I don't know. To, so many, so many people are sort of saying it's the end of the world and stuff. And you were talking about Armour Celeb before, right?
1: Oh, okay. So, quick um, quick sneak behind the curtain. We were talking about before this we started recording. Yeah. We started we were talking about yeah. man Hancock to the listeners and an yeah. abomination. Um he's still alive.
0: So in the oh, I don't know what it was, they got like a treat or something and it had like the football scores on. Okay. And they were all buzzing, like they were all buzzed in the England one and Drew. So it's weird how like certain people react. Whereas you if you went on Twitter that night it's probably the end of the world Southgate out immediately Mm. and stuff like that but I don't know I mean I've sort of said from the start I think we'll probably finish quarterfinals that's probably par
1: yeah exactly I don't uh, think
0: this massively changes it
1: yeah I agree and it it took me about a day to calm down just because again it's it's the same old issues we've had before as much as I love Southgate and I think he should continue as manager it's the lack of creativity um, Kane was playing a CDM role at points as well you know he was doing so much defensive work it was unreal and um, but then the reality is I saw a tweet that said you know unless Wales beat us 4-0 we're not going to qualify and then that kind of put things back into perspective and you know as Harry said it's a very good golden era for the United States when they've had to rely on individuals before your Clint Dempsey your McBride your Friedles, your Boccanegras they're actually a solid team now um, and it's no worse than Argentina losing to Saudi Arabia or Germany to Japan. I mean, if we lost to Saudi Arabia, I think Southgate wouldn't be there now, you know? So, um, yeah, yeah. yeah maybe, maybe it's not as bad as we first fought. Um, we're not going to do many predictions on today's show, but against Wales, guys, what, what do you think we'll win? I'm, I'm going for a 0-0 draw again.
2: Uh It's going to be such a hard game, man. They're going to really bring it. Um, But I I feel like we we should be winning it. We should be winning it. I think it'll be
0: 2-1. Yeah, it's probably a cop-out, but it depends what the team is. But I'm probably going to lean towards like a 0-0 or 1-0 as well. And it's almost like a dead rubber. (laughs) Like I think with with that result, oh, I guess if Iran if Iran win though, they top the group, didn't they? Yeah, I suppose. So there there is a little bit of jeopardy on it, but yeah, I feel like it could easily be a draw, with it
1: being a home nations thing as well. Fair enough, fair enough indeed. Let's move on to Group A then. Uh, The first game of the second round was Qatar against. Senegal quite an enjoyable game actually uh, justice for the migrant workers somewhat was qatar uh, lose 3-1 but they do record their first and only goal in world cup football um i just keep away from this match thinking it was a massive waste of time for for, for uh, waste of time and money for qatar itself hosting the world cup they've been building a team for 12 years i don't know what i, I don't think i was expecting them to get out of the group but i was expecting them to put on a show they were abysmal and uh Yeah, and and Senegal—they've not got Sadio Mane, but I still don't think they're a great side. And um, yeah, it was—I don't know how I felt about this match. A lot of questions.
2: It—it makes the decision to uh, call off the Qatari League and have them have a base camp for like a couple of months Mm. before and and, you know, give themselves a best opportunity. It makes that decision seem a bit silly now, doesn't it? The fact that they are out within two games. yeah, it makes you wonder how much they really wanted them to qualify. Because I think everyone could have told you they probably weren't getting out of that group, right? Um, but obviously they invested so much time and effort in the last like over the last 12 years, but especially in the last year, to really give them every opportunity they can. And it's like maybe they should have just understood, like, look, we're not going to get out of the group, but it's all about it's more about having eyes on the country and trying to give people positive view of a country, whether you know that may have not work either. Um but yeah, I mean it's never nice to see the home nation go out because you you always want those to go on a little bit of a run no matter what's going on politically and with their government. Uh but they just they just they should never have woke up. They're just not good enough, unfortunately. Mm. It's just all right, hasn't it?
1: How do you, on a slight slang point? So, I was hearing today, so obviously, the next World Cup is held in three countries. Those yeah. three countries automatically qualify.
0: Yeah.
1: And there's also 48 teams. Yeah. So, at the next World Cup, you're going to see a lot of smaller nations there, yeah. um, which is going to be fascinating, really. Are we just going to see a load of the same? You're going to have groups with, like, I don't know, Bermuda in it or, you know, because obviously if Mexico, Canada and the USA have already qualified that Central African Central African, Central American uh qualification group, you're gonna get off all these like random islands are gonna be you're gonna see Trinidad and Tobago return and they're just gonna get yeah, battered if they, real, if it's Bermuda they? against Brazil, they're gonna get absolutely slaughtered. It'll be embarrassing for FIFA. Uh
0: I'll tell you what, Jamaica could do all right at that World Cup though. If they yeah, if yeah. they start recruiting um some players from England
2: and stuff for
1: sure yeah, Raheem Sterling and uh, John Barnes back on the case <laughs> I
2: uh, yeah no, uh, yeah I I, I I sort of have similar feelings that this ex- making World Cup bigger does sort of maybe bring worse games into World Cup but also as part of me that I love when these little nations get in and the more no I
1: do but I just think it's going to be
2: yeah I might enjoy it. Uh, we'll see. We'll see when it comes to it. Uh, I'd love for it to be. There's gonna be a lot more upsets, but you're right. It's probably gonna be a lot more, fashion the smaller team, and them having no hope. Um, it is madness. All three get to automatically qualify. Mm. Uh, I wonder how many they will allow from Central America, or they're gonna cap it to one or two, or. How,
1: how are we going along that? Be... Oh, I don't know, mean, I think the, group, the group's got to be the same, isn't it, surely? 48 teams.
0: The, there's six, yeah, so there's 16 extra teams. I've heard there's only like two more from Europe. Okay. So, and there can't be that many more from South America because there's only nine teams yeah. in South America and five, well, four qualify at the minute and then there's fifth one goes into a playoff, so... I mean, if say seven teams qualify, you've you've got almost the whole of South America that's eligible going to qualify. But I guess they'll have to do it like that. Mm -hmm. But then they are good sides, aren't they? Like the Mm -hmm. worst team in South America is better than most of Europe, I'd say, or the you know the average, the average European team. Mm -hmm. But it's going to be, yeah, it's going to be weird seeing. You'll have like Trinidad and Tobago, Honduras jamaica and then oh God, i don't know what they do new zealand will probably be in it wouldn't
1: they as well mm-hmm. as australia fiji or someone like that <laughs> yeah we said that last time yeah. it's it's going to be funny um
2: china might qualify again yeah
1: it's true yes yeah china here yeah.
2: Yeah. a couple of asian teams i imagine you, you only get a few Yeah, it's going to be be
1: interesting. North Korea. I want to see North Korea against South Korea. It's the Uh, derby match we all want.
2: In Washington,
1: D.C. Yeah, I mean, that'd be great, wouldn't it? An absolute rocket of a shot there from the North Korean.
2: Oh, God.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, all right, let's move on to the other game of Group A then. Um, Netherlands, Ecuador. Now, Jack, as you know very well, I was on your prediction show and I predicted the Netherlands to do pretty well. Um, They've done anything but look cohesive. Um and Ecuador have looked very good. Um what's your analysis of these two teams? Good, yeah. It yeah, one I, all, I, one I, game. I
0: didn't actually watch Qatar Senegal, but yeah, I watched this one and I was impressed with Ecuador. I I mean I was in I've seen both their games actually and I've been impressed um both times. It's yeah, it's weird how I mean you you can barely name any of their players, but they just they just played well as a team they didn't really give Netherlands any opportunity. Like, Gap Post called him what... It it was the first 10 minutes, weren't it? And Mm. I don't remember them having, like, a clear chance after that. So, yeah, they... They was really tight, dogged. And then, on balance of it, you could say they deserved to win. (laughs) They're well worth the draw, definitely.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. they, They look
0: good. I think... Yeah, I think they... If they do qualify, I think that'll be tough for, well, if it's going to be England that they play, I think that'll be a tough game.
1: Yes, absolutely. Well, we, ideally, we want Netherlands to top the group and um, over Senegal or Ecuador to go through. Um, but yeah, Harry, have you been impressed with Ecuador and Netherlands?
2: Yeah, I mean, Ecuador looked good. Um, but, you know, they beat... Uh, Quotavo, so we have to take Pinch of salt. into uh, sort of equation. Um, and obviously, they drew with Netherlands team, and we said they haven't really turned up. But look, teams don't turn up in the group stage to come out that uh, knockout round and man and take us that Deep, and Holland could be that team. So, like you said, we need, I still feel like we have, as much as Ecuador probably impressed me more, I feel like we have to avoid the Netherlands more than we do Ecuador. Um, uh, Senegal I still think might be quite dangerous but I think we've got enough to get past that as well Uh, I still can't I still don't really want to rule Netherlands out of doing a little bit more but I don't see Ecuador going too far if that's the two we expect to go through
1: Absolutely yeah I completely agree with you Uh, On to Group C then Uh, Poland versus Saudi Arabia Saudi Arabia who beat Argentina in the first round were very unlucky in this game, I thought. Uh, Poland obviously won 2-0, uh, but it was two late goals. Lewandowski getting his first ever World Cup get, uh, goal, which uh, surprised me at the tender age of uh, 33, I think he is. Um, and Saudi Arabia still got a good chance of qualifying, to be fair, to get, do a job do a over Mexico. Um, but yeah, I felt sorry for Saudi Arabia somewhat. They've become the tournament's underdogs after stunning the world. And they played really well. They had a couple of, um, I think they had a goal disallowed, a couple of decent opportunities. Um, yeah, how do you, what do you guys make of this?
0: Uh, I, I didn't catch it, to be honest. So I don't, I don't really know, but yeah, I, I think given how Mexico were pretty poor in the other game, I I think Saudi Arabia still got a decent chance of going through. I wouldn't rule them out just yet, but yeah, I, I didn't actually catch it, so I don't know how well they played against Poland. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I thought, I thought they played just as well against Poland as they did against Argentina. The only difference being is that their um their targets didn't, their shots didn't go in. Um, I'd, I'd like to see them in knockout stages. I think um for the first time in a long time, if ever, I think um that'd be quite interesting. The other game, of course, is Argentina Mexico. Messi getting on the score sheet. Argentina um, looking a little bit more cohesive. I still was unconvinced by them. I think they're, defensively they're still very very shaky, and it still is Messi and Martinez. In the strings, Di Maria looks way past his best, and the other Fernandez looked all right. Um, but yeah, a lot of the players in the Argentine side just don't look up to the task, if you ask me. But still, scored two goals past a barely recognizable Mexico side. Uh, if that's a bit too harsh, Harry, what do you think? Argentina,
2: yeah, I mean, between these two games, you told me at the um, before World Cup, I was gonna be rooting more for Saudi Arabia than uh any of the other teams in that group, I, I, I wouldn't laugh at you. Um, Saudi Arabia, like, watching that game, my heart almost broke. Uh, when they scored and it was disallowed, oh, I thought, oh, here we go. The, the story continues, and then, of course, uh, football prevails, and the, we get for opponent 2-0. Yeah, Argentina, like you say, not too impressed with still, um, but again, they could come out into the knockouts and just turn into a... You know, a team just putting everything in there to go for it, and I, I, I can see that happening. Uh, this Mexico team, look, they're hosting it next time. They need, they need a big rebuild because they're,
0: mm. they're in trouble, mm. with,
2: uh, not qualifying uh, from their group again. And you know, you can you can imagine the crowds in because obviously Mexico are gonna have their group games in Mexico before the final, semifinals and that move uh, the knockout stages move to America, and you can imagine those crowds they're going to go mad for it so they've got to perform there um, so hopefully this is just the beginning of a reset for them but yeah it, it's a weird World Cup man everyone seems to be doing alright there's no real standout teams the teams we thought were going to be standing out aren't and Argentina I thought you know I I, I thought after their crazy like unbeaten run I thought they were going to come in and look so good and it's just this, it's not I mean they won 2-0 but I still don't feel like it was
1: that impressive yeah it's a fair point fair point to be fair um, Jack any further thoughts on Argentina or is it, is, it, is it more we're going to see their brilliance in the, in the when it knockout stages
0: yeah I mean that, that particular game I think was more of a case of Mexico being poor than Argentina being great but yeah I, I know Messi can you know he can turn it on and, and carry Teams and stuff, but I don't think he can carry Argentina the way that Maradona did back in the day. <laughs> but I think, I think maybe an earlier Messi could. But I don't know. I think I think it's quarterfinals are best for them. I, I just yeah. can't see them beating the very top sides with their team.
1: I agree. I agree indeed. Group D then, um, I'm not going to speak about this game that much because I think this is the worst game of the tournament thus far. Uh, Tunisia 0, Australia 1. It was just route 1, long ball football. Um, It was, you know, you might as well have been watching some of the League 2 matches over the weekend. It was not great, was it?
2: Uh, I've seen better in League (laughs) 2. I bet you have. Um, I'm sure a few of those players probably play there. Um, look great for
1: Australia to get a win that's about yeah. it that's about what I've got to say
0: really yeah Jack anything to add no I oh, this is another one I didn't watch but it oh, probably well. sounds a bit hey, barely, people in the
1: stadium didn't watch it it was that boring oh, God, yeah, yeah it wasn't I great
0: it sounds like about wasting two hours I think but, yeah um,
1: it's,
0: it's weird though because yeah Australia are, you know they're now
1: as it stands going through Okay. Yeah, well, it, that'll be interesting as well. Have they ever... I don't think they've ever been to the knockout rounds, maybe? Yeah, I think once. Round the, the 16? I
0: guess I think once,
1: yeah. oh six 6 was it? Or um,
0: It might have been I 6 yeah.
1: Yeah, I can't remember them doing two... Whatever. That was, like, their
0: best ever team, though. They are like, Cahill, Kew... Ortser, Yeah, Yeah. What
1: a team, what a team. Um, but the other game in that group was actually very interesting because uh, France, who is so dominant in the first game against Australia, uh, faced a very stubborn, and we know they're stubborn Denmark side, who always do very well at tournaments. Uh, France won 2 one of course. Um, Mbappe, again, just like, he just looks like the best player on the planet right now. Yeah, um, yeah. However, you've got to say they looked, if Denmark can score past them, surely anyone could to some degree because Denmark don't have really any attacking talent. They've got a striker up front who refuses to score goals. So, it's to be seen an element and they conceded against Australia as well. So, do you think France can be got out of this tournament or is it kind of they're nailed on to at least get to the final?
0: I was okay. saying this to someone else like, I, I I think in a way they've impressed me more than the other team, but then as Harry was saying, no one's really stood out, like, no one's been amazing yet. But I, without wanting to sound like Alan Hansen, like, they've got a lot of. <laughs> Like kids, especially at the back, like they're too well. I think Varane played, didn't he? Won the games, but a lot of their defence are still. They're so young. They always, they always have like a twenty-one-year-old centre back in there. A lot of, a lot of stuff's about France, depth, and their injured eleven, and uh, you know the, the eleven of players that didn't get picked and stuff. And that's all fine if it was like a league season, but in a cup knockout. It doesn't. It doesn't really matter so much about that until you get an injury. But yeah, I think it, they are going to be in and around here, aren't they? I think they, there's not many teams that can. I don't think they can be got out, but Mbappe, he'll he'll score in any game at the minute. The way, he's just on fire. So yeah, yeah. I think. At least at least semi-finals for them.
2: Yeah, I think it's gonna be hard to uh uh rule France out uh at the moment. Um but look, like you say, if you're like you say the fact they've uh, leaked a couple of goals and uh and it, you know when it gets to a point where we're playing big teams in the knockout stages, your manager of a big team, that's what you're gonna be talking about, right? You're gonna be saying, look, we know they can leak goals, and so all of a sudden that Fear of that beginning of the tournament of oh it's probably France or Brazil like the fear behind both those teams I think started to disappear a little bit so we're definitely closer to a team really giving them it and going for it and uh, possibly knocking them out. Um, I, 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 look, they're probably you know they're talking about depth in their squad. They probably have the strongest attack, uh, really alongside Brazil maybe. Uh, they have a lot of depth in, in those sort of positions. Um, I still think they're going to go far. Uh, but you're going to. F- I think, you know, if England sort of line up against them, Southgate's going to fancy that we can get in behind them a couple of times. But in the same respect, mm-hmm. I think France are always going to fancy they can get in behind and score more than whoever they're playing against. And it's going to come down to that attacking creativity. And if you can stop that somehow, that's how you'll beat them.
1: Yeah, fair point. Fair point, indeed. Uh, Group E then, uh, another very, very boring game. We're only touching it slightly. Um, but to me by surprise somewhat. Japan, nil, Costa Rica, won. Um, Costa Rica had two shots for the entire tournament. One of them went in from the centre-back, who's right-footed, who scored with his left foot. Um, Keeper should have saved it. He kind of completely misjudged it. And Japan, who was so good against Germany, like proper, like, Tikataka kind of passing and fast build up play just looked again, again, missed their opportunities. But again, I was quite disappointed in Japan because they were kind of the second team I'm rooting for. They're very fun to watch.
2: Yeah, i say it was, wasn't the most exciting game. And, and as we spoke before as well, I really enjoy watching Japan at tournaments. Um, but I think they, they have a big. I think we saw flashes of it in uh, the Germany game, and we, we sort of saw sort of here like the goalkeeper just isn't of a international quality uh, uh, at, in this tournament, at least. Um, uh, but look, Costa Rica got beat 7 0, and Japan were the giant killers of, of the round one. So, how amazing to see the giant killers get killed by the team that got beat 7 like, 0. It's what I mean. This World Cup's thrown up weird results. So, you know, come this hmm. time. The next uh, lot of fixtures. God knows what these two teams might do. Who knows?
1: Yeah, it's an interesting one, Jack, isn't it?
2: Yeah, I mean that they could both still go
0: through. Costa Rica could beat Germany. Japan could beat Spain, and they could, as unlikely as that is, it's, it's still a possibility. But oh, this was probably my most frustrating result. I really wanted Japan to just get the job done. Mm. Um if if they had one here they'd be through and it, it's just so frustrating. Cause they probably are you know the money's on them going out now. Like with the bookies and stuff. So it is it is annoying. I was watching that, I was just willing them to to kind of create something but they just didn't have that same spark. I think that does happen when when you do get a massive result, if you're not a you know a really big side, I, I think the the mentality is not there to keep that going, and um, yeah, you can't replicate it for two games in a row, which is a shame. It's the same with well, it's not the same from Saudi by the sounds of it, with the performance and stuff. But again, they they didn't get the result, did they? In after a giant killing.
1: Yeah, absolutely indeed. And in the other half of that group was probably one of the most anticipated group games of the whole tournament uh, as former champions Spain took on former champions Germany in what was quite an interesting one or draw, I guess. We saw some great football uh, from some great players. Um, again, looks, still look like shells of the former teams they've had in the past. Um, but we saw some great football from the likes of Pedri, Gavri, and I think the standout player from that particular game was Missiála sort of uh, Bayern Munich. Um, just looked incredible. He was so fluid. He just looked like he was on a different wavelength to everyone else. Um, but as you said, yeah, Germany could still go out. Um, I think, that, yeah, we're thankful to Costa Rica somewhat. Again, it was a bit annoying having these two teams in the same group, I guess. But do you see one of these teams going out? It's possible.
0: Uh, it's possible but I don't I don't think they will now
2: yeah I think you've got you've got if you look at it you've got to think they're both going to go on to win the next game and uh, it'd be you know I'd love for one of them to go out because it means it's a big team out and we can avoid but as you say I, I don't really see after Germany's performances I don't really see them going too deep I mean Spain it's hard to say that about a team at won 7-0, right? Um, but neither of these two teams are, are, have been mentioned as like favourites at the beginning of the tournament and no one's going to be too uh, surprised if they go out now or in a couple of rounds time. Um, I, I've got I've got to imagine they're going through.
1: Yeah, fair point. And were, were you impressed by them? Because they, they came in for a bit of criticism for the pundits on TV, um, particularly Alan Shearer, who's kind of saying oh, they're nowhere near the best uh, we've seen these two teams Um and, you know, you could argue that a lot of the Germany squad, although they've had injuries, they haven't really got a striker, like Thomas Müller wasn't working, Kai Havertz wasn't working. We had to get a guy who's in, he's been promoted from the Bundesliga too. Um, and then the same with Spain, they rely on Alvaro Morata. Sure.
0: I mean, they both score in that game. Yeah, so it's like... true.
1: I, I was thinking that and you could I suppose he completely forgot about the Costa Rica game when they scored seven. Um, but then yeah, the technical players, like Ferran Torres, we didn't really see the best out of him. Or Asensio, he had a few mistakes in him. It's the first time I saw Spain look a bit vulnerable, to be honest. And, um, yeah, it, it was quite interesting. Again, it says goes back to what you were saying, Harry, that this World Cup is still wide open.
2: Sure. And look, they've both got really good players, and they've both got some areas that are, that are weak, right? But we've been in that sort of transitional period. We've seen what that's like and how frustrating that is, and we've now seen coming out of the other end how uh, that can lead to maybe hopefully a better team, and they both they both got to be looking at that and going, all right, we got to build around these bright areas we have, and if they if they manage to do that and they manage to, you know, foster a few a bit more talent coming up, then they'll both be back in the run before we know it for sure.
1: Yeah, absolutely, I'd not to agree. Uh, Group F then, Croatia for. Canada one uh, disappointing to see at least Canada are doing so well. In fact, they started well in this game, got the early goal, uh, Alfonso Davis. Um, and Croatia really surprised me because I'm thinking, oh, they're too old, they're too old. Um, but that midfield, Brozovic, Modric, uh, I think Rakitic is doing this well as well. Just just dominates, and they cr- their creativity. If we had, if England had. Croatia's creativity we'd be fine we'd be a shoo-in to win the tournament um and then in the same same breath if Croatia had England's attacking talent you could argue they'd be favourites too um but did Croatia surprise you guys or is it just Canada are far too young in their journey to becoming a footballing nation
2: yeah I think so I'll say it again I feel like Canada will do really well in the next World Cup um I think it's a bit too early for them. I think they show they got great potential. They just uh, they don't have experience, right? And uh, that's what's shown again over the last two games. And it's heartbreaking because you'd love to see them, you know, at their first World Cup in 20-odd years or whatever. You'd love to see them go to run and it was sad. But Croatia was just more experienced and that's what it came down to. And, uh, you know, we, we, we know too well as England fans that, once Croatia get going, it's hard to stop.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's true. Uh <laughs> Jack, what do you make of Croatia? Are you quite impressed by them?
2: Yeah, I mean, I'm not
0: surprised though. They they're in my dark horse. So I think yeah, I I think they'll they'll do well. But Canada have surprised me actually. I mean, I they they did really well in that Belgian game as well, and I think you know. As as Harris, I think they'll do really well when they host the World Cup in the next World Cup. I, I think with the fans kind of on their side as well, and Alfonso yeah. Davis and Jonathan David still going to be in in their prime and stuff. So yeah, I, I think they've got a bright future. Definitely, Croatia. This is their kind of last hurrah, really, and I, I think they'll they'll continue to. To play
1: well and, and go fairly deep in that I think. Absolutely. Speaking of last hurrahs, the other game in this group is Belgium zero Morocco two. Yeah. Probably the uh, stand well, the surprise results of this uh, round of group games. Last Sarah for Belgium, indeed. And it's where did it all go wrong? Is it Roberto Martinez? Why? Why are Belgium so bad? Um, I know credit to Morocco; it's a generational Moroccan side led by the likes of Hakim uh, Ziyech. And uh, Hakimi and players like that. But what's up to Belgium?
0: Oh, the, the thing in Belgium, right, they've never had any full backs. So, like, as far like they've had money, at him. they play them in a three at the back. They, they, they can always be got at a little bit on the wings, I think. And you've just mentioned two players there from Morocco who are the yeah, strongest fair too? like I don't know just that really bugs me a little bit about this this golden generation of Belgium there's such a a big gap of talent in it they've got you know they've got a lot of good really good centre midfielders especially um, and, and I suppose centre backs as well but, I don't know. I don't know if we look back at this and go, was they actually as good as as we thought they was or not? Well
1: they're still, they're still relying It'd be interesting on we that. We're still relying on I think Courtois is probably one of the best keepers in the world. Um but they're still relying yeah. on Athwai. Is he, is he still playing Turkey mm. now? Like and Alderweireld and uh Vertonghen were really, really good at Tottenham, but that was five years ago. Uh yeah. Oh, f- I think my, yeah it's a weird one because I kind of want them to do well they should be doing well with the players they've got but yeah uh, yeah it's a weird one I think um, they're going to need a complete rebuild as well for the next World Cup
2: sure. I think I think uh, Jack's right I think we are going to look back and go oh those four or five tournaments are where we kept putting them as favourites and this is going to this might be the time they, they win the trophy uh, we're going to look back and go well, were they ever really that good they had Good players, but were they a very good team? Very similar to the way people look back at the English Golden generation and all that rubbish. Mm. Um, but look, you touched it, you touched upon it when you said they're using uh relying on a lot of the same players. You look back about four or five tournaments where people are going, Oh, Belgium is starting to look good, they're gonna win it. We they could win a trophy in the next few tournaments. It's a lot of the same players, and you know, that's that's just for passing the time and you got to start replacing most players, so it's unfortunate that that happens. And uh, as we touched on earlier, you have to go for a rebuilding phase, and sometimes you can do it straight away, and sometimes it takes a while.
1: Yeah, fair point indeed. And I can't really say much more about that. Um, onto the games from today, then uh, Group G: Cameroon. This is one of the game my favorite games I've watched so far. Cameroon free, Serbia free. Absolutely fantastic game. Serbia were. Free one up uh, before half-time. No, just after half-time, actually. Um, absolutely great game. They look like they're walking away with it. Mitrovic was being his typical bullying self. Milinkovic Savic in midfield was just t- turned into Paul Skulls But Cameroon, I don't know. Um, was it Abubakar up front? Just <coughs> turned into like prime Fernando Torres. He was like chipping people his footwork was unreal and he's, you know, he's uh, got a good touch for a big man as they, as they all say but um, it was a great game to watch and um, yeah it's uh, tricky to see who's going to be going through with Brazil and Switzerland or, or what other teams
2: yeah I mean the result didn't really help them did it it's, uh, I mean it keeps them both there and thereabouts but even them winning it would have been a lot better bless them um, it was one of those games I was at work I, I couldn't quite watch so I've watched it uh, back since I was keep, you know you just keep an eye on the schools and even that was like you know exhilarating watching the schools bounce back and forth um, but look I think I I think I might have cursed Serbia in the first episode I was sat in the Cameroon top saying how Serbia is going to be the dark horse so <laughs> maybe, maybe that's well they're
1: they're currently bottom of the table
2: yeah for sure but you know they've got a 3-3 free, free draw got, the fans are going to remember that forever
1: <laughs> yeah, it's true, it's true, Serbia, Serbia, bottom of the table as it stands, great games some great goals in there as well, uh, controversial VAR decisions as well, they still haven't shown, a, a few of the VAR decisions over these games been speaking about, they never showed the replays, there's still a conspiracy going around about that, I'll tell you. Um, Jack, could you fancy to qualify from this group, Brazil were already through, as we'll touch on in a second, um, but Switzerland, Cameroon, Serbia, any any one of them could still go through to
0: yeah, any any one of them could. I mean it's weird, like could we see Brazil rest the whole team and then Cameron sneak in there? I don't know, but I think you've gotta just because it's it's a bit like um it's a bit like Iran USA, like they just need a draw. So whether they'd be they'd typically be favourites to beat Serbia or not, I think Switzerland, Jan Sommer's pretty good at World Cups and he, he tends to turn up. Even though Serbia have had yeah, a three-all just now, I can see that being low scoring. I can I think Switzerland will nick that.
1: Yeah, they've got good game management, Switzerland.
0: Yeah, it could go anyway. Yes, mm.
2: Yeah, it's gonna be an interesting one because I'd say both of them are gonna both of them quite hard to break down, but they're both gonna have to go for it. Um, I, I imagine Switzerland are going to get through, but uh, it'd be amazing for Serbia to uh, just so I can say I knew, I knew.
1: Yeah, everyone. they got a great side as well. It would be a shame for them not to get through to knock it rounds and have a proper crack at it. Um, the other game in that group we touched on was quite a boring. One as well, Brazil won Switzerland nil. Plenty of opportunities. Switzerland had plenty of missed chances as well. Uh, Switzerland again, a bit like Denmark, a very Good, stubborn tournament team. No matter who's in their squad, they have got no real standout players. Um, and I don't know. I know Brazil are your favourites, Jack. They still looked a bit unconvincing to me. What, what did you think?
0: Yeah, un- unconvincing. But I don't know. I I think they're just they're getting it done. Like they're just. They they can replicate what they've been doing. I think no they they haven't they haven't had to blow away a team to win a game. Which sometimes that happens in the groups, and then people can't maintain it for the knockouts. Yeah, they've not been the most impressive team in this tournament, but I think I'd still back them to win the whole thing just because they look like they can win the game, and that. um tight that's not how you pronounce it but the the manager he's quite defensive as well anyway so yeah I'm I'm not really worried that they they struggled a bit to well to break down both really Serbia and Switzerland.
1: Yeah fair they kind of cancel each other out. Uh yeah fair enough but uh yeah Brazil have already qualified. Uh group H then uh Korea against Ghana another great game uh Korea to uh, Ghana free. Ghana, uh, we're actually 2 no up. Korea done very well to come to back to all. Other than uh, kudos for Ghana. Gets a late winner. Well, not a late winner. In the second half, scored in the 63rd minute. It's nice to see the African teams doing kind of well. Um, especially Ghana. Again, it's not the greatest Ghana side we've ever seen, I guess. Got the likes of Thomas Party in there, I guess. But um, it'd be a career side that many tipped to be underdogs for this tournament. Um, so it could look like. Ghana could be going through what do you guys think best African team in the tournament
2: uh, I mean it's hard to look past Morocco at the moment isn't it yeah
1: <laughs> Morocco. Yeah. Uh,
2: but yeah I mean look they put themselves in a really good position uh, I feel a bit sad for the South Koreans seeing a few of them crying at the end and uh, you know they fought they fought hard to get back in the game um but yeah, what what great what great result! And you know we've seen a lot of one 0s and nil 0 So the fact we've had a, a few high scoring goals uh, games over today uh, it brings great variety to this World Cup. So let's just hope it continues.
1: Absolutely, and similar to Group G, in Group H, it's a similar sort of standing. So Portugal have just qualified with a two 0 victory over Uruguay. Bruno Fernandes getting both goals, um, but Ghana are in second place or third. But still, South Korea and Uruguay still could qualify. So again, a very, very interesting group. Uruguay technically bottom on goal difference, but they still could qualify. So it's going to be a you know next week of games is going to be fascinating, uh, indeed. And obviously, we didn't watch the Portugal Uruguay game because we've been doing this. But uh, Bruno Fernandes with two goals. Um, again, a Portugal side I said they'd struggle in my predictions, but they've beat again a Uruguay side what do you you guys make of Uruguay because they're in this kind of passage of play at the moment where they've got some good young attacking talent like Darwin Nunes uh, Valverde but they've also got Suarez Cavani Jimenez Maslera and still quite an old guard there as well and uh, with Portugal beating them oh you know what I think they might go out
0: I, I predicted them to
1: to sort of be
0: the flop of the tournament Uruguay well they could they could still go through Like I I, yeah, I wouldn't put it past them, but I think what you was on on my part on a predictions episode and I said like they've they've got a lot of names, but actually Suarez and Cavani are well past their best. Nunes and Valverde it's their first tournament. I mean I think Godin's still playing, isn't
1: he? Yeah, yeah, the monk.
0: Yeah, I mean, Godin and Jimenez is a great centre back partnership. Sort of four or five years ago, but now I don't know. They got so many names, but I just think I, I, I not even think they qualify actually. But it's strangely, I think they might now because all they, if they do win, they probably will qualify, won't they? If they just get their last win against Ghana,
1: they'll need a few goals. Yeah, but um, yeah, I oh, will. They need
0: a few. Oh, maybe they won't. Then, but yeah, Luis Suarez is uh, loves loves to break Ghanaian hearts. So,
1: that's it. I that's be such. A, I'm looking forward to that match the most. To be such a grudge match, would not it from 2010? Yeah. Um, I imagine. I imagine some uh, yellow, maybe even red cards. There. Uh.
0: Yeah, I, I've not. I've I've not to be. I've not really been impressed with any of these teams but I'm I'm guides because I I really like especially South Korea I've really got a soft spot for South Korea and I've got a bit of a soft spot for Ghana after 2010 as well Um, so it's yeah I I don't particularly want any of these teams to go out really but at the same time I, I think this is this is a group where I can definitely say no one is winning the
1: World Cup from this group. Yeah, so. yeah fair enough. Fair enough indeed. Well, that runs down the uh, second round of group fixtures. It's on to the weekly section of the quiz, uh, as per usual. Now, we've changed it up a bit this week because Harry was in so much stress last week from playing um, Ultimate Eleven, where we guessed the starting lineups. Although he's won one and drawn one, he's done it in England, Um I thought I'd be nice to him this week. So basically, I've got two lots, two lists. It was right up your street, Jack. I've got two lists here of questions, ten questions each, all about World Cups from past and present. Got two separate lots of questions. You got four minutes, as no, know. It's called it three minutes to answer answer them. If it gets to the end of that three minutes, you're allowed. You just have to give an answer for each question. That makes sense. So you'll have an answer for each question. Okay. Yeah. Understood. Um, Jack, do you want set of questions A or set question B? I'll go set B. You're going to go with set B. So Harry's got set A. So we'll go with Harry first. Uh, you've got three minutes. Again, they're all quite, I don't, I don't want to say difficult, but uh, right. ranging. I think probably set A is probably <coughs> slightly easier if I'm being honest Uh, so here we go Jack Jack, I don't don't expect you to uh, but uh, okay three minutes starting now Harry your first question is which country held the inaugural World Cup Uh,
0: Uruguay.
1: correct Uh, what was the first host nation to be eliminated in the group stage
0: Uh, South Africa
1: correct who holds the record for most goals in a single World Cup match
2: Single match. Yep. Oh god,
1: God knows. Um, I have no idea. Ask
2: for
1: now. Yeah. Uh, what was the first year the World Cup was held in two different countries?
2: Uh, 2002.
1: Correct. Who captained Brazil to the World Cup glory in 2002?
2: Oh, who was the captain? Rivaldo No.
1: Ro- incorrect. Right. Who scored the winner against Argentina to win the World Cup in 2014? Uh,
2: 2014 is oh blanking. Only one. Um... All right, let's come back to that. I've only got limited time. Come back to
1: that one. Uh, why were England grateful towards Tovic Arkramov in 1966?
2: Uh, he kept for flag down.
1: He was the Lions' win. I'll give you that. Uh, who was the top goal scorer at the World Cup in
2: 1998? Uh, top goal scorer in
1: 1998?
2: Rugby. Who? <laughs> you <They> say 98? <98. laughs> yeah. I went Owen.
1: He was no. Cr- wrong. Uh, who is the tallest player to ever play at a World Cup?
2: Oh, that's a... That's a... Why would I know that? No idea. Andre the Giant. He played for Belgium. <laughs>
1: Final question, which English referee gave Josip Simunic free and a at the World Cup in
2: 2006? Oh, what is his name? No! Oh, this is my favourite moment. Um, oh, I've I no idea. Let's come back to the other ones I didn't know. Try and get some. With okay.
1: Um, who holds the record for most goals in a single World Cup match? no
2: idea yeah I just
1: can't. get just guess a name
2: it's not going to be someone big though is it uh, is it is it Pele is it someone like that no with...
1: wrong um, who scored who scored the, the winner against it? Argentina uh, 2014 World Cup
2: 2014 is in Brazil winner was going
1: how long day. got? Ten seconds, but we're going to accept an answer from you.
2: Give me, give me another, give me the other one, quick.
1: Uh, tallest World Cup player. Oh yeah,
2: no, okay. Well, who scored 2014?
1: Uh. And the referee. Okay, that's three minutes. All
2: right, all right.
1: So I'm, you're going to get one answer per question you haven't answered yet, and then that will be your final answer.
2: So I get to have another go?
1: You, but you have to say a player's name or give a name essentially um, so player to score against Argentina at the World Cup in 2014
2: was I, I'm, I have no idea I, I'm blanking this say a name I just, I'll just I'll be too embarrassed to say a name right now
1: so you don't want to say a name
2: oh, i got no answer for a
1: okay uh, tallest player to play a World Cup um, there's four players exactly the same height
2: Tell me,
1: tell me. So you could um, just name a tall player There's and you might get it. Correct. And which referee gave your Simpsonich free of the cards at two thousand six World Cup?
2: We literally sp- spoke about this like quite recently. Um, we were joking about his name. Um...
0: <sighs> no, I don't know. I no guess. Uh, yeah, no.
1: No worries. Well, let's tie up the score out of ten. One, two, three, four, five. Five out of ten. Cool, valiant, valiant that's
0: effort. Not bad. I don't think that's bad. Was the was the captain... I don't know if it was Emerson for Brazil or they took it. I don't know if they took it off him. Oh, let's, go it for, Lucy,
1: uh, let's see if you would have got these jacks. So who holds the record for most single world cup? Uh, most goals in a single world cup match.
2: I'm just gonna guess just because
0: he, he's got the record for most in one tournament, I'll say just one time.
1: Uh, nope, it was the Russian Oleg Solenko who scored five okay. in one match in ninety-four. Got, he was joint he was joint top goal scorer of that tournament. So
0: was that against um, Saudi?
1: Yeah, I think so. No.
0: Yeah.
1: I think it's getting oh, might know. have been 94. Um 2002 World Cup captain was Cafu.
0: No, of course. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, Who scored the winning goal at 2014 World Cup, Jack? Goethe. Mario Goethe, of course he did. Uh, Top goal scorer at the World Cup in 98?
0: Uh, Davosuka.
1: Davosuka, of course it was. And, and they uh, got moved
0: to Arsenal is rubbish.
1: It did. Um, you could have had Nikola Zikic, Peter Crouch, Kalach, or Jan Collar, all at six foot seven five. towards players to play at the World Cup. Uh, do you know which referee it was that um gave your Siminich three yellow cards? Which English referee? Yeah,
0: Graham Paul. That finished Powell. him off, didn't
1: it, after that? It did. It did pretty much finish off of that. So five out of ten there for Harry. I did say that set was probably slightly easier. Than this set. So, um, yeah,
0: I'll get this
1: Jack, you are known as the uh, Stephen Fry oh, of the oh, footballing
0: world.
1: But you managed to answer Harry's remaining questions for him. So, let's see how you do in this one. You've got three minutes, and then once again, I'll do the same as I just done with Harry. There, any unanswered questions, you will get one guess only. Are you ready? Yeah let's go three minutes starting from now Uh, what year did Pelé win his first World Cup
0: 1958
1: correct Uh, the goal scorers for England in the 1966 final all played for which club at the time West Ham correct how many goals did Messi score at the 2010 World Cup zero correct Uh, there was four top goal scorers tied on five at the 2010 World Cup name two of them
0: Forlan. That's one. Uh, Wesley Schneider.
1: That's another, correct. Who won best player at the 2018 World Cup? Modric. Correct. Hosts Russia beat which team 5 0 on the opening day of the 2018 World Cup?
0: That was Saudi. That was it, what I was getting confused about. It
1: was. At the 1990 World Cup final, which Germany won, who beat England in the third place playoff? Italy correct Uh, number 8 Bulgaria made it to which round of the 94 World Cup semi they did Uh, number 9 which Englishman was named best young player at the 98 World Cup Michael Iron he was and the final one in 2002 Republic of Ireland made it to the round of 16 but which team beat them on penalties
0: Spain got it. Spain. That Ten
1: enough? out of ten in one minute twenty-eight. <laughs> this
2: is why I don't want well, to play. Well done,
1: well done. That was impressive.
2: Start, start putting that
0: up instead of the Panini
1: score well, hey, well, speaking of Panini, we all know we all know what time it is now. That quiz is arbitrary, it doesn't mean anything. There's only one thing we have a leaderboard for. It's for what's in your Panini. If you're listening for the first time. Where the hell have you been? This is when we open a panini packet from this year's World Cup and we rank our guests on a leaderboard. So far, I'm near the bottom. Uh, Comedian Sam Michael is still on top with six. Last week's guest Jed got three. He had the most awful pack. In fact, this series um, has not been great at all. But there is a twist. If you get a good pack or good enough to go top, you also get to stick or twist uh, to try and better your score. Um, but you have to stick with that pack if you choose to select it um for better or for worse so jack are you ready
0: yeah i want that qatari royal flush
1: yeah the <laughs> qatari royal flush if you oh, get all qatari. Qatari, if you get all state if you got all qatar based stickers you get the qatari royal flush you instantly win <laughs> there's no point doing this feature I, again
2: imagine if it happens it'd be so good
1: I imagine if you can get a few players, like if you're the stadium, it's maybe like the shiny Qatari badge. There we go. There okay. We it's not a good start. Uh, as you get Canada's Stephen Estorquito. I don't think he's even played a game for them yet. I don't know who that is. It's not a good start gets a bit better though it gets a bit better with probably the player of the uh, game for Croatia the other day it's Mateo Kovacic take that yeah take that doing well so far I think you're not going to get bottom which is good oh and it gets a bit better well, not, not equally as good although Belgium aren't doing too well you've got Axel Witzel one of my favourite midfielders strong strong thus far strong pack For Jack, he did well in the quiz. Can we get any better? Oh, it does. The one, the only for England, our first English player, Jack Grealish, no less. Oh, yes. Same
0: name as well. Same name.
1: (laughs) Well, well, well. Well, I'll tell you what, apart from that Canadian guy, can we end it on a high? Jack Grealish. Not bad at all. Probably the best player for Spain the other day, Danny Olmo. What a pack. What a pack. Not I'll tell you what, you only have one bad one there. And we've opened five or six of these packs now. They've all been dog shit um, <laughs> compared to that. So let's go through the hits again. You have that Canadian guy, Mateo Kovacic, good. Axel Witzel, all right. Jack Grealish, good, Danny Olmo, good. Um, so straight off the bat, I think we're gonna have to give you around a 7.5. It's our best
2: pack so far. It's
1: but... it's not got any like it hasn't got a Ronaldo. Uh, Kane so I don't think we can push it over the 8 near the 9 but I think 7.5 they're all quite good players 7.5 is that about right? That puts you in a solid 1.5 lead at the top of the table.
0: Agreed? Yeah. Harry? I'm all
1: happy with
2: it. 7.5
1: 7.5 but jack you know what i'm going to ask you now you can take your 7.5 you can stay top of the table you have just won the quiz 10 out of 10 to be fair so you're going to leave with a a, a filled heart of joy no matter what but do you stick with that 7.5 or do you try and better it and twist for the culture
2: I can't
0: I'm, I know the crowd is screaming Twist I can hear them in the background but I'm, I am going to stick oh i tell you what if, if you had given me like a 6.1 or a 6.2 or something
1: no it's too good it's too I good would to pack.
0: Have, I would have yeah I would have I would have twisted but because it's a 7.5 right, he's got 6.2 <laughs> no no, 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 no. It's, it's been it's been recorded this
1: okay fair so enough
0: it'll uh, it go to VAR
2: and then oh, I don't
1: it was i'll tell you what we've had such so many shit packs where we've had like one player we've heard of but to get not only mm. one player we've heard of to get four players we've heard of but four very very good players um yeah i don't blame yeah. you for sticking to be fair um but fair play thank you very much again jack for coming on as well again i, I called you the stephen fry of the footballing uh, podcasting world and you delivered 10 out of 10 in just under one and a half minutes. I can't complain. Done very well. And then you get the best pack we've seen all season as well. You've delivered as you ever do whenever you're on our podcast. So thank you very much for coming back on. Um, but of course, as we mentioned at the start of the show, you've got your own podcast for the lover list. So you've interviewed many, a, many a great former player and current pundit. So where can people find that? Where can people find you?
0: Uh, yeah, we're on all, all the podcast platforms, really, and uh, Twitter, Instagram, and stuff. So, yeah, if you put in uh, FTLL podcast on any sort of social media or or podcast platform, you should you should find it that
1: way. Lovely stuff, indeed. And if you want to find us, Team of Our Lives on Twitter or Team of Lives podcast on Instagram, we will catch up with you guys again. Once we know who's qualified, round of 16. It's going to be an interesting week, chaps. Enjoy the World Cup. Till then, sayonara.
2: We're not creative enough. We're not positive enough. It's coming home. It's coming home. It's coming. Football's
1: coming
2: home. We'll go on getting back. getting back. It's on getting back. It's on getting back. It's on getting back.
0: It's coming oh.
1: Denmark's, Emil Heskey, could it be five?
0: Yes it is! Harry Kane is England's
1: priceless gem!
2: I think there's every chance that Wayne Rooney could go back to the Man United training ground and stick one on Ronaldo.
1: Beckham could raise the roof here with a goal. I don't believe it. David Beckham scores the goal to take England all the way to the World